Hey everyone, welcome to today's Take Heart. I hope you're not as sweaty as I am right now. Um, just a word on Take Heart and the new season that we're going into. We have, uh, we've been doing this obviously every single day really since lockdown started. It's, it's gone on far longer than, than Michael I ever expected it to. Um, and it's been a real privilege and a real joy to do it. But as lockdown begins to ease, it was never our intention that this would be something that would be permanent. And, um, and so as we, it feels to us that in September we're coming into yet another phase of unlocking everything. You know, schools are gonna be opening, uh, churches increasingly are finding ways of gathering in person, albeit very different from how we would normally do that. And so we're gonna move Take Heart from being daily to being uh, at the start of the week and the end of the week, on a Monday and a Friday. And so we'll continue to journey together, to reflect together, to seek Jesus together, um, but it will start to be twice a week as opposed to every day. And just with that at the back of my mind, one of the things that I've been thinking uh, about has been, well, what, have, what are the key things going forwards for us? You know, what have been, as we've journeyed together for the last 150 days or so, what have been the key things that God might have been saying to us? And I know for me, um, I have come back repeatedly, and this has been a theme throughout Take Heart, to the importance of relationship with him that that is the foundation of everything else and Jesus puts it like this and it's pretty uh, stark the terms that he he puts in in John chapter 15 he talks about how he's a vine and we're the branch and he says this John 15 verse 4 remain in me as I also remain in you no branch can bear fruit by itself it must remain in the vine Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. In a sense, that speaks for itself. If you're close to me, if we're hanging out together, then fruit will come. But if you're apart from me, if you're distant from me, then you've got no hope, you've got no chance. You'll be able to do nothing at all. And this is why the, the developing the habit of coming close to God, of drawing ourselves near to him regularly, often, if we can, every single day, is the most important habit that I think that we can develop. And it's not about becoming very legalistic about quote unquote quiet times. What it is about recognizing is that um, we ha we've got to become intentional about making space for relationship with God. Because that time will not make itself. It won't simply happen if we're not intentional and earnest about that. And uh, this is something we see in the life of Jesus that was an utter priority for him, spending time in the quiet with his father. There's a whole rhythm, if you read the Gospels, of him regularly going off to be with his father, spending time with his father. Even at times he would spend an entire night in prayer. And we could think, oh my word, he's so holy. But another way of looking at it is, no, he just knew, he just knew how important this was. It was more important, this is mind-blowing to me as a father of four small children, it's more important to Jesus even than sleep itself that he would spend time with his father. Sleep is a very precious thing to me in, in these days. And, uh, and his ability to step up and to obey um, in, in the key moments, the, the source of that strength was his 
his depth of relationship with his father. And probably the book that has challenged me most on this is not a book to do with prayer or, or quiet times or, or anything like that. It's actually a book about being a dad. And uh, I've been reading it for obvious reasons. I'm trying to learn how to, do, how to be a dad. I feel like I'm learning on the fly. And it's a book called 60 Minute Father by a guy called Rob Parsons. It's just a thin little book. It's absolutely brilliant. If you're a dad, I would highly recommend reading it. Uh, it's a very small book. The idea is you can read it in 60 minutes. But kind of the heart of what he's saying in the book is that lots of us as dads, and this would be true as mums, is we can, we can find ourselves saying yes to so many things. Um, you know, there's so many good things around to do and there's so many pressures that we find ourselves under as well in different ways from friends or from uh, at work. We can find ourselves saying yes to so many things that in the end we're forced to say no to those people that we love the most. And sometimes what we do is we trade on the fact that we love them and they love us and they'll, they'll be the person that will understand if we have to let them down in a way that the boss probably won't. And uh, what he's saying is the temptation for us is to rush around being busy and what we can find ourselves doing, sometimes and often without knowing it, is squandering those few precious years we have with our children. And he tells this story that haunted me ever since I read it. He says he had a little, a little boy and every morning when he was having a shave, his little boy would come into the bathroom and he'd say, tell me a story, Dad. And so he'd make up a story and they'd have these characters that would come into the story regularly. And he said every single day he would come in and he'd say, tell me a story, Dad. Tell me a story. Until one day he didn't. When he was seven years old, he just stopped coming. And he didn't send him an email a couple of days before saying, hey, you've got two stories left, Dad. Make them good ones. He just didn't turn up. And, and uh, Rob Parsons said that door of his childhood just just closed fast and it closed finally and so he's saying you you gotta make the most of it and I remember thinking flipping heck I really do and as a consequence of of realizing that you know I, I was asking myself questions how do I rearrange my my time so I prioritize these relationships every parent of grown-up children I've ever spoken to tells me it goes like that I don't want to wake up one morning 15 years from now with regrets that I didn't prioritize this relationship. And you know what, reading that and thinking about how I'd rearranged my entire life to prioritize my family really challenged me about my relationship with God as well. Um, and uh, you know what, I, don't, I know that if I, if I don't make space for him, what will happen is not that his love for me will change, his love for me doesn't depend on what I do, it depends on what he did, it depends on the cross. If I want to see the depth of his love for me, that's where I've got to look, not in a mirror. And yet at the same time, I don't want to wake up 10, 15, 20 years from now thinking, man, I was invited into fullness of relationship with him and I didn't take him up on the offer because I just got too busy doing other things. And it doesn't matter how old you are, but now is a time to be thinking, how can I make sure that the rhythm of being with my God is something that becomes second nature to me? The big challenge for lots of us is we say to ourselves, I'm too busy and uh, I need more time. I've said that so often, I need more time. Do you know what home truth I've woken up to in the last little while? More time is never going to come. 
There is no more time. There's no 25th hour of the day. And uh, I've also been telling myself it'll get it'll slow down. You know, one of these days things will slow down, and then I'll have space. And and um, the slower day is never going to arrive. If you, you, we can say to ourselves, when this project is over, or when my kids have left this this phase of life, or you know what, when I, when I'm not supporting this this relative who's in trouble, or, then I'll have more time. If you're busy now, you'll be busy then. The slower day isn't coming, so the question becomes, what do I value enough? to make sure I give time to that. And I, I am convinced, though I'm on a journey uh, in my own life with this, I am utterly convinced that I will never ever regret prioritizing time with my savior. Being a Christian, and what that means is being full of God's presence, full of God's joy, full of God's life, that doesn't depend on my willpower, or on my gifting or on my character. It depends on my savior and my friend and my master. But what I can do is I can seek to be close to him. I can put myself in proximity with him, knowing that he's already done everything to draw close to me. I can say yes in return. Question for us, now and in the season ahead, how are we developing the most important habit we'll ever develop? which is the habit of entering into relationship with him. What does that look like and what is your rhythm?